let's, uh, let's hear. Reading from Mark, chapter 4, verses 26 to 29. He, this is Jesus, also said, this is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground, night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up. The seed sprouts and it grows, though he doesn't know how. All by itself, the soil produces grain, first the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it because the harvest has come. We're in a series, in fact today is the last day of this series uh, that we have called Organic Outreach. If you're visiting with us, you've caught the very last sermon of this series, um, which predominantly got us to think about how to, if you're a Christian, and I recognise not everyone in this building, maybe. Um, in fact, I hope that uh, there are people with us, as I every Sunday hope, who are not Christians, but who yet, for whatever reason, is drawn or seek to find out uh, if God, if what's the purpose of my life, that they'd be here. But I recognise that everyone is. And if you are, over the last five weeks, we have worked out how do, how do Christians share the love of God with others in a way that would, would connect them with him? That's what we've done. And today, I just want to wrap that series up by looking at this little short parable. It's not a long message, but it's, I think, I hope, pretty deep and meaningful. Here's what Jesus starts with. He says, this... This is what the kingdom of God is like. The kingdom of God, just, just to be, be clear, what, what does that mean? I mean, it's such an abstract concept, the kingdom of God. Here's, here's what I think we should take it to mean, to help us make sense of the message. It means to be in a living relationship with a Father God who loves you and who sent His Son to die for you so that you can have a relationship with Him that fills your life with purpose, that fills your life with meaning, and that makes you say, I want to live under his fatherhood. I want my life to be what he wants it to be. That's my desire. That's the reality that I want to live in. And the truth is that if hundreds of thousands of millions of billions of people do the same thing, live as their father wants them to live, can you imagine what the world looks like? We watched the series, if you come to Pathway, that was called Jesus the Game Changer. It took us through all these themes that the church for, throughout history have, have, have brought into, into existence. You know, when we think of things like democracy working well, we think of women's rights, we think of freedom from slavery, we think of concepts like humility, forgiveness, reconciliation. <laughs> That's the kingdom of God. That's what happens when people live in a relationship with, with a God who loves them and who's created them. And he wants to shape them and mold them and change them. And, and our role in that as Christians, we've considered, is how do we hold that out? But Jesus says this is what the kingdom of God is like. If you want to have an illustration of, of, of what that kingdom is like, that reality of living like that and our world becoming like that, here's what it's like. Now, I just, I just warn you, at this point, you, you and Jesus' hearers would have expected Something grand. This is what the kingdom of 
God is life. You see it? seed. <laughs> a tiny, in this case, a little little uh, tomato seed. The kingdom of God. This is the kingdom of God. <laughs> what do we make of that? I, I, it's hard to, it, it all sounds airy-fairy and theory and, and good and, and cool, but but, but I want you to get how staggering this actually is, just, just to even do this, for Jesus to start by using this illustration of all. It's a seed. It's a seed. Here's what we need to get about this seed. Two things today. Number one, this seed, people encountering God in their lives in a living relationship and, and wanting to live for him and like him and under his lordship. Okay? That's the seed, the kingdom of God. That seed grows all by itself, right? Night and day, whether this farmer sleeps, whether he gets up, the seed sprouts, the seed grows, although he, he doesn't know how. Now, I, I recognize we live a long time from Jesus. Science has showed to us how a seed grows. We can put that in the lab. We understand some of it. But, but tell me today still that you do not find it incredible that from this little thing which... I can barely see, certainly not without my glasses. Looks like there's three seeds instead of one. From that thing is going to come a plant that, in fact, I've got a picture of it. Uh, in my garden at the moment uh, stands, you know, this, this tall, and from that plant it's going to come, I don't know, this little thing, 10, 12, 20 tomatoes that I can eat all locked up in this thing. Tell me that that does not move you in amazement. Right? And yet, sure, we're going to get to what I had to do to get from this to that, but, but the reality is that most of it takes place while I'm not at home, while I sleep, while I'm here, <laughs> this thing just grows. It, 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 it takes care of itself, so to speak, aside from my role that I was called to play in it. But for the most part, the remarkable miracle of the seed and of the kingdom is that it grows by itself. And here's what I want you to get from this truth. Firstly, if you're a Christian, I'm going to talk to you. Here's the bottom line. For well, everything we've said about organic outreach, whether or, not, whether or not an unbelieving person who you love is going to encounter the living God or not is not up to you any more than it is up to you to make that seed grow. I can't make that tomato seed grow. In fact, I put three or four seeds in and two grow and two doesn't. The same conditions, the same soil, the same tending. It's not up to me. Whether your loved ones and your people and the people who are reaching out to will accept Christ is, is not up 
to you. You have a role to play in that process. I'll talk about it in a sec, but get this. Ultimately, it's not up to you. God will grow what he wants to grow. And there's two great consequences from that. Number one, the great thing for the church is that we do not get the credit for it. If someone encounters God as a loving father in, with whom they encounter and they step into a living relationship with and their life is changed, that God gets the credit. You get the joy. <laughs> we don't get the credit, but we do get the joy. We can't say it was us who led, well, led a person to faith or made a person a Christian led a person into a relationship with Jesus. We don't get the credit, but you do get the joy. Which is a wonderful truth for the church. Because it keeps us humble. keeps us dependent. keeps us prayerful. keeps us godly. Number two, you don't have to cop the blame. Okay? This is what we wrestle with, with evangelism. Guilt. How's the old story? Well, you know, I had. Well, we we hear this often of, of of anecdotally, people saying I had the chance to share the gospel with a person, and and that person was in a motor car accident and then died, and, and we we feel, and often as preachers and teachers, I must to my own shame admit, we put that kind of teaching out there to. To say, hey, hey, the responsibility for this person coming to faith is yours. It's not yours. Nowhere ever need you to blame yourself for the person's stance with God. It is God's responsibility. He gets the credit and he, he has the responsibility. We get no credit, but we do not have to carry the blame. God in his mercy and in his love for his church sets it up that way. Guilt and blaming has never led to anything positive in the life of a Christian or in the life of the church. So, seed grows all by itself. If you're a Christian, you get no credit, you get no blame. You will get the joy, and you do get to be involved. I'll talk about that in a sec. If you're not a Christian here this morning, what does the seed growing all by itself mean for you? I think it's good news for you. Here's why. Because if there is a God out there, if he is loving, if he's real, your encounter with him, should it happen, is going to be real. There's no way that you will or could or should be made to do anything with regards to responding to the love of God for the sake of family or friends. If that seed's going to grow in you, it's going to grow. No matter what they have or have not done. Right? Whatever experience of God you're going to have in your life is authentic. If it's true that it grows by itself, it's unstoppable. If you're going to have it, you're going to have it. You probably can't even stop it yourself. Really? At least in a certain theology, which I hold to. Right? So here's my question I have for you this morning. 
If you're not a Christian, can I ask you today, is there in you a seed? Is there in you a desire to come to know this God in this way that will change everything in your life? It's as simple as saying, I want to. I want to. And then you pray that prayer. God, if you're out there, God, if you exist, God, if there is a seed in me, whatever it's worth, I want it to grow. I want to become a plant. I want to become fruitful. I want to have all this stuff that you promise, that you say is an offer in the good news of your gospel. Okay. The seed, kingdom of God, grows by the power of God. That's the first and the biggest point. Let me get to the second. Second point is simply this. <laughs> seed must be sown, right? There's no use. My little seed of my tomato plant sits on my shelf in my shed. I've got to put it in the ground, right? Beyond that, I've got to water it. Beyond that, I've got to actually pick the tomatoes when they're ripe. I've got to defend it. I've got to keep the stuff in. I, I do have a role to play. And I want you to see the, the sort of the wonderful tension in a way that Jesus in this brilliant parable gives us. He says to us very clearly, it's not up to you. This thing's going to grow by itself. Yet, somehow, in the great, wonderful purposes of God, you as a Christian, you get to play a role. You don't have to play a role. You get to play a role. It's my joy to plant the seed. It's my joy to watch it grow. It's my joy to eat of its harvest. And it is your joy, it is my joy uh, as Christians to say, man, this is what our, our Father has allowed for us to participate in, to join him in the family business, if you like, the role that we have to play. We don't carry the blame, we don't get the credit, but we do get the joy. We do get the joy of scattering seeds. This whole series has been about that. I don't need to say much more. If you've been part of Pathway for the last number of weeks, all of organic outreach was simply about seed scattering. How do we scatter seed? Firstly, starts with our hearts. Do I love this person the way that God loves them? Do I see them the way God loves them? If I don't, God, give me more of your love. Right? Do I pray for people who don't know Jesus? Do I rearrange my life so I can spend time with them, prioritize them? Am I willing to share the words necessary? My testimony, we looked at that last two weeks. As we do all these things, church, I pray that we will be, in the context of this parable, people who, just by loving, praying, living, speaking, just be people who take little seeds and we just scatter them. Just scatter them. Some will grow. <laughs> Some won't. And the ones that will, will be the ones. You'll be the one. Taste the fruit. Share the joy. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much that your, that your kingdom is like this parable. <laughs> that it has inherent power of its own that no Christian... And no child of yours need to labor unnecessarily under the weight of guilt or works 
to see that it is down to us, but to be reassured and understand that your kingdom will grow with your power by itself. Help us to make a transformation of mind that we would see that our role is a privileged role. It's a fantastic role. And let us be keen seed scatterers. Let us just put it out there in all the ways that we've learned over the last few weeks or must learn perhaps over the next few years of our lives, decades even. Let us become great seed scatterers and great harvesters. Grow us, we pray. In the name of Jesus. Amen.